1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On the Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. This is 105.9 The Region. I'm Tina Cortez with On The Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show. Our expert from REMAX Prime Properties is Asif Khan. Hello, Asif. Good morning, Tina. Now, we have a busy show today with a visit to the East Coast. Could we get your take, though, on the headline in the Toronto Star last week? So here it is. Even fast-rising mortgage rates couldn't stop the rise of Toronto real estate prices in 2022. Prices were up 8.6% year-over-year to $1.19 million thanks to a strong January and February. So in terms of real estate 2022, was it so bad for sellers after all? It wasn't. And, you know, we've been saying this the entire year on the show that the year-over-year price would still be higher uh, in terms of where we would end up. And a lot of people are trying to compete, you know, compare the peak pricing from February or March to different months, October, November, December. And, and you can't just pick a random month and compare it to another random month and say, this is how much prices have fallen. Because what you need to look at is real estate in the bigger picture, and an annual number is actually going to give you a better analysis. So what's happened is because people were buying into these prices dropping twenty, thirty, fifty thousand dollars, they may have lost out on, you know, thousands of dollars in terms of buying power because the price actually went up. So it, you know, it's it's a really uh, interesting way to look at things when you just take a random month and compare it to, you know, an October or a September or a November and tell people that prices are falling by this much. I also want to get your take on a new housing market outlook report from TD Economics, which predicts that Canada will see its weakest level of home sales this year since 2001. What do you think? I think it'll be quiet for the first quarter because we will see another interest rate hike uh, in the next week or so, uh, next couple of weeks. And then what's going to end up happening is we're going to start dealing with the pent-up demand and people are going to start getting back into the market because once the interest rates stabilize, you're going to have a return of buyer confidence. And once the buyer confidence comes back, you're going to start to see properties moving right now We have some serious inventory troubles. People are not even listing their property because they're waiting for the market to get better and buyer confidence to return. So we have a a lot of challenges with supply right now, and that's going to continue to keep the prices high. So I don't believe that we're going to see the weakest year. I I think the weakest year will probably end up being 2022 at 75,000 sales across the GTA. And I think we're... It's not going to be a huge increase. We're not going to hit the 120,000 that we did in 2021, but I'm sure that we'll see about 85 to 95,000 sales this year. Well, Asif, let's talk more about 2023 and we begin our preview on the East Coast. That's right, Tina. Our first stop is in St. John's, Newfoundland, and we've got Nevin Hollett from St. John's. Nevin, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you having me here today. 
Nevin, for our listeners, take us through 2022 and how it was for real estate out in St. John's, Newfoundland. Yeah, very, very interesting year. Uh, 2021 was a historical year in real estate here um, where we had the highest sales volume ever. So 2022, you know, couldn't really match that, but it wasn't too far. So like, you know, we've seen a bit of a, a bit of a hangover in real estate uh, throughout the country after our, some of the, the highs during COVID. And we didn't really experience that. You know, we um, sales volume for the first half of the year, year where it was matching the record highs. The second half of the year, it started to pull back. But even though volume pulled back, they were still towards other historic highs. You know, definitely like if you look back into our peak oil boom uh, years, we, uh, the second half of this year even featured that kind of volume. So still extremely strong. And even though volume pulled back in the second half of the year, prices did not. They, they, they were either stable or creeping up slightly. So, um, you know, we're one of the, not sure if it's the only market or one of very few markets where housing prices have not pulled back at all. And what is the average house price in Newfoundland? Well, in the, it, I guess it varies throughout Newfoundland, but the St. John's Metro is now somewhere around the 350000 mark for a single-family home. So still very, very affordable. If you look like we're, we're less than 10%, like prices peaked here in 2014 originally, and then they had a pullback when oil crashed. And it was only at the beginning of 2022 did we match those type of prices so we're probably no more than 6 or 7% above our previous peak. So, you know, very stable and, um, and very affordable. So despite the fact that we've had such an aggressive run-up in interest rates, um, you know, from the Bank of Canada and the banks have been in their uh, fixed-rate mortgages even, um, it's still very affordable property here, and hence why we have not really seen any type of pullback um, it's just, you know, it's not as, I guess it's not as affordable as it was when the rates were really low, but even at the current rates, still very affordable. And Evan, what are inventory levels like? I know there's challenges throughout the country, but what are you seeing out in Newfoundland? Well, that's what, to me, that is our most interesting story, is our inventory levels are at all-time lows. And I think this is part of what is helping keep the, despite the fact that we have the transaction volume down, um, I think that that's what's keeping prices is there's really no inventory. And the real issue that we have is it's impossible to put supply in the market. So as you know, builders generally are the, are, are the people who will oversupply the market in any type of shift, right, with overbuilding product and whatnot. That is not happening here at all. So despite our record high uh, real estate volumes, uh, new construction building has been very, very low, nowhere near, um, I would say, previous healthy levels, and that has to do with the cost of construction. Um, I mean, cost of construction with supply chain issues and inflation has been extremely high. And, I mean, I just said what our average price is. Um, it's very, very tough to build anything to fit within our market. So inventory is very low, and the builders have no ability to address it. So, and, and to change that by, you know, bringing supply even into an equilibrium or an oversupply. So we are very undersupplied. I think, you know, right now we're sitting somewhere around the two months worth of inventory. 
Has the cost of lending affected your market? I would say, I, I can't say no, because I think that would be, you know, that would be a bit of a stretch. But it, it certainly has not, it, it certainly has not put a, um, an end to the market or a pullback on the market. I think it's just dampened any type of exuberance. Like, let's just say it has taken the froth off the top of the market. You know, it's, it's helped and, um, you know, really excessive uh, bidding or, you know, multiple bidding situations and whatnot. But once again, with our affordable house prices here, even with these rates, things are still affordable. So it's just, it's probably been more of a, a pinch on the cheek to the purchasers um, to be a little more diligent. I would think that that's about the extent of the impact it has had here. And Evan, before we let you go, what are your thoughts on 2023? Where are you heading and what's it going to be like? Well, I think 2023 is going to be very good here. We have, from a local economy standpoint, it is uh, absolutely on fire. And there's been a major um, major announcement in the oil industry, which is our primary industry here, uh, for further development of another oil field. And a lot of um, high-paying employment comes with that. Um, like I said, we have low inventory. And between our different our oil sector, our tech sectors, um, you know, the economy is very vibrant. So as you know, um, employment is one of the best indicators to a real estate market, and things are very strong here. So I'm predicting a very strong and stable market. I do think with the higher rates, it'll be hard to see much in the way of price growth. But I also don't see any fundamentals where I would, um, where I would see much of a pullback in pricing at all. And uh, I know a recent report from TD Economics um, sort of had pricing maybe pulling back 1% here. You know, so I think that, you know, the, if I had to sum up 2023 with one word, it would be stable. That's awesome. And for our listeners that want to connect with you and find out more about uh, housing in Newfoundland, how do they do that? Um, just go to our website, hollettgroup.com. That's H-O-L-L-E-T-T group.com. There's a lot of great listings there. You can check those out, and you'll have different ways to contact us if needed. Thanks, Nevin. Looking forward to having you back on soon. Okay, thanks so much. Appreciate it. After the break, New Brunswick and Nova Scotia, here we come. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's radio real estate show. We continue our check on the market on the East Coast. Over to my co-host and our real estate expert, Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties with today's next guest, Asif. Thank you, Tina. Joining us from Moncton, New Brunswick is Ryan Davison from Remax Avante. Ryan, welcome to On the Market. Well, thanks for having me. Ryan, we're uh, trying to get your take on what happened in Moncton and in New Brunswick over 2022. 2022, yeah, quite a year, uh, much like the rest of uh, the country. I'm sure you can uh, feel that as well. Um, it's been, uh, you know, the uh, like much of the rest of the country, since the pandemic started, no one knew what to expect. And it's been uh, an interesting ride uh, for the Maritimes. In, in general, 
um, in its most basic sense, I would say we've kind of lagged some of the bigger cities for some of the impact that you guys have seen. Um, but I don't think as it sits right now, we've fallen off quite as far as you guys have as of yet. And in terms of average price, what was it in 2022? And what do you anticipate it's going to be as we head into the spring market? Right now, um, at the end of the year, uh, basically if you're looking at December 2022, we finished the year at an average price of $272,401. If you look at that on a year-to-date number at the end of the year, it was actually $329,598. So a little bit of a, a difference there. Um, long story short, we're still holding on to some of the gains we've made since 2020, I would say, as far as our price appreciation is concerned. Even though we've seen our sales activity drop off in the double digits, um, we, we've held on to some of that price appreciation we've kind of made up since 2020 as far as that goes. That being said, uh, you know, like anywhere else, we're feeling some of the different policies that have come in. We're going to see what the ban on uh, non-Canadian residents buying residential property will do. Um, so, you know, I, I think activity-wise and price point-wise, we're going to see a little bit of pain for the short term, like other parts of the country. Um, but I anticipate that we will see, a, you know, uh, a little more traditional spring market uh, when that rolls around and people seem to feel a little bit of normalcy, if you will, with what's going on in the market. And I think, what you know, before you get that in real estate, you've got to feel that about the economic situation. Um, and we're hoping we're going to see some leveling out, maybe one more rate hike, I guess, as you guys well know. So. And Lynn, what are you guys seeing in terms of inventory? Because as we go across the country, we're realizing that the inventory crisis is not limited to Toronto and Vancouver. It seems to be everywhere. How are your inventory levels? It's uh, uh, that's a great question, actually. I mean, we're um, we've still even with the the drop off in sales activity for units. Um, one thing that's kind of floating our market locally in Moncton, if you will, would be the lack of inventory. Um, so for most of our time in the last little while, we've definitely still been in a uh, in a in a buy sorry in a seller's market. In the last two months, we've kind of crept up if you look at the market as a whole to where we're going to start to get the balanced. But we still do have segments of our market, in particular our semi-detached houses, um, that are uh, you know in a seller's market as far as the time uh, on market for inventory is available. So different segments of our market are being hit differently. Um, makes some sense that our, our detached houses um, are sitting a little bit longer on the market. Some of those are five months worth of inventory. And then when you take a look at our semi-detached numbers, uh, when I was looking at the market for... Um, when I was looking at that for the December numbers, um, our semi-detached market was actually sitting at 2.54 months of inventory. So it's a, it's a different tale to take depending on what you're looking at. Ryan, can you tell us, did New Brunswick see residents from other parts of the country make the move to your market? 100%. Uh, we saw a lot of people coming across Canada. Uh, the majority, I would say, would be from Ontario. Um, we don't track, it, as far as any of our official organizations are concerned, where people are coming from. Uh, but as far as having an ear to the street, I would say the majority were coming from Ontario. We did have some Alberta, some BC, and many people, because of the mobility that COVID gave people to work from home, uh, you know, cashed out in higher price markets and, and made a move east and uh, and set up uh, and kind of enjoyed some of that uh, that savings and either you know. Some people parked that extra uh, cash on the side. Some people came and bought a house. 
loved it, bought a cottage to go with that. Um, it gave some financial flexibility, uh, and those people may look like geniuses right now, <laughs> depending how it goes moving forward as far as timing is concerned. And speaking of moving forward, Ryan, what do you see happening in 2023, and how will it play out in terms of your average price point? Do you see that increasing to where it was earlier uh, with the lack of inventory? Where do you see 2023, and how do you see that shaping up? Excellent question. I'd love to tell you I've got the magic eight ball to give us that answer directly. Um, right now, if you were focusing on the immediate immediate trends, you could see some negativity maybe in our sales price, um, dropping off a little bit from where we ended uh, 2022. But I anticipate that once the buyers feel normalcy in the market and get back out, we'll probably make some gains from where we sit right now um, as far as that's concerned. When you take a look at our market, you know, from uh, to 2020, uh, 2021, we ended up down 13.6% uh, as a whole compared to the average price. Um, but we were still up 22% compared to December 2020. So I anticipate we'll get back into, um, you know, into the positive territory. I don't anticipate to see high double digits or anything like that. Um, but uh, I think we'll definitely get back to a healthy positive number. Ryan, your average price point really uh, did take me aback because at 272000 you could probably buy two parking spots in a condo building in Toronto. But if our listeners want to connect with you and get more information about that, where can they uh, Yeah, I mean, you could go to our, our website and you can find some of the information there. We're at uh, www.remax-avante.com. Um, you can call our office directly and certainly ask for me, Ryan Davison, uh, 506-853-7653. And, you know, that's the very thinking that drove a lot of our market. Uh, as it would be, people will say, wow, you know, I, I don't even get a storage locker. <laughs> I buy a condo in Toronto for the same money. Um, you know, that plus, of course, the investors uh, that like the, the, some of the flexibility in the rules that we have here as well. So. All right. Thanks so much for joining us, and we look forward to getting an update from you uh, halfway through the year. Terrific. Thank you. Nova Scotia is our next stop. Asif? Yeah, we're going to Craig Snow, owner of Remax Nova out of Halifax, Nova Scotia. Craig, welcome back. Thank you very much, Asif. I really appreciate it. Craig, we're just going across the country, as we always do, and just trying to get a read on what happened in 2022. Tell us a little bit about Halifax and Nova Scotia and how 22 ended up for you? Uh, 2022, uh, it started off probably one of the hottest markets uh, we've ever had in history. Uh, and, that, and that lasted from January to March. Uh, and then as the interest rates started to come in uh, and we saw some big jumps in the interest rates, our market started to cool off a little bit. Uh, in the sense that people got a little bit nervous of where the rates were going, the market still stayed strong, and we still had a supply and demand issue here. And Craig, what can you tell us about the average price of a home? Where did it land at the end of 2022? So in the city of Halifax, the average sale price of a home ended up at 535000 And for the province... Nova Scotia, uh, the the sale price ended up at 411. So if you were to compare that year over year, so in 2021, the average sale price in Nova Scotia, and this is all of the province, was 392. So 
it, it ended up at 411 there for 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 2022. And when you when you look at the city of Halifax, uh, we were tracking going into 2022. Our average price, sale price was 460,000, and we ended up at 535,000. So it was quite a jump in the in the city itself. And that seems pretty comparable to what happened here in that uh, the average price actually went up at the end of 2022 compared to 2021. Uh, what is your inventory level like? I know we're having some challenges uh, in, in the Toronto area with inventory, and it's it's not a crisis situation as bad as it was uh, in 2021, but we're still only at about two to two and a half months of inventory. Where are you guys at? Well, we're at the same thing. I mean, you take a look at, I mean, when we go back to, I mean, and, I, and I've always got to compare it to the beginning of 2022. At the beginning of 2022, our, the average number of homes on the market at any given time is around 200. So unprecedented. We've never seen it before. So, you know, listings would come on. They would sell just as fast as they came on in a, in a bidding situation with some, you know, some receiving 40, 50 offers. Uh, we ended the uh, at an average around 500 homes on the market. That's where we are right now. So we have about two months of inventory right now. And in terms of the average price, do you see a decline in prices as we head into the spring 2023 market? No, uh, because of the supply and demand issues that we're seeing here, you know, some of the new home construction and and some of the higher priced homes, like a million plus, we may see some, uh, maybe around a 10 to 15% reduction in, per, in, in prices there. But I think anything in the in the lower range, below a million, um, I think they're going to still track uh, very close to the list, uh, and maybe a little bit above list price. So maybe like three to five percent above list price. Anything below a million, but anything over a million, that's where we're seeing most of the uh, price reductions. And Craig, I know you guys had a lot of people moving from the Toronto area or Ontario as a whole during the pandemic period into Nova Scotia. Are you seeing those people head back, or are they staying put? No, uh, there's but and what we're seeing, what we're seeing is that there's still quite uh, a lot of interest across the country. And and when you yeah, Ontario was very popular, but so was Alberta and BC. And we're still like our phones are probably one of the busiest. I think we tracked over six thousand leads that came through our office, just our office alone, and. I would say 50% of those uh, were leads tracking in from like Ontario, Alberta, and BC. So we're still seeing uh, a lot of interest, uh, like migration into our area from other parts of Canada. And that seems to be a trend that's going to follow us into 2023. But if inventory is still an issue, what would your message be to someone considering a move to Nova Scotia? Well, you know, the thing that, you know, a lot of people think that interest rates, you know, people will stop buying and, uh, you know, it, it, it'll, it'll, you know, cause a cool down in the market. Unfortunately, it's, it's the interest rate that puts the fear in people, but they should continue because it's when you when you have a market like we have right now, interest rates are a little higher. And sure, it changes people's price points, but it's a great time to get out there in the market because we're not seeing that abundance of competition that we had last year at the beginning of the year. So you can get out there and ha- you can see a few more homes and be able to make an offer on a home versus last year this time of year, you didn't have a chance to even breathe. And, and, and most of the offers were on, con- like there was no conditions. So uh, it was difficult for a lot of buyers. Uh, so I think 
that's the changes we're going to see now going into our spring market, that there may be a little bit more inventory. Uh, there's going to be an opportunity to see a few more homes. And, you know, interest rates, we, we're tracking right now that uh, third quarter of 2023, we're going to see the rates coming back down. So anyone buying right now, you know, you go into a variable, go short term, and then just wait for the rates to drop down a little bit. Then you can just, you know, lock in at that time, and that's what we're telling our clients. And, Craig, we're going to get you your crystal ball out right now and tell us where average price and units sold will end up for 2023 in Nova Scotia. So I'm predicting that the uh, average sale price in 2023 is going to come in around 550, 560, so about a, about a maybe a 5 to 6% increase I can see in the average sale price. And I think the inventory is going to still track around two months of inventory. I think that's going to stay pretty solid in 2023. Uh, what what we have sort of like we're handcuffed right now dealing with the city, we have a lot of large new home like developments uh, that are underway right now, but they're not going to hit the market till probably late 2023, early 2024. So we'll start seeing that to have an impact on the market when more supply comes on. So that's where I see, as of, I think our price, our, the average sale price is going to continue to rise. And I think overall for the city of Halifax, it's going to end up around 550, 560. And I think the province itself is probably going to end up around 440, 450. Awesome. And Craig, if people want to connect with you and get more information about uh, making a move out to Nova Scotia, how do they do that? Well, if anybody wants to get more information, they can go on our website. And that's at uh, remaxnova.com. Uh, they can go on there. It's a very interactive uh, uh, website where they can go into different areas. Uh, we just launched our very first uh, uh, app, which is called Remap. That's R-E-M-A-P. It's on the Apple Store and uh, Google. So you can go on there and download that. It's, a, it's a very interactive. You get the same information as our website. And if anybody wants to just send me off an email, it's Craig at CraigSnow.com. Awesome. Thanks, Craig, for joining us, and we look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you for having me, and good luck, and I wish everybody the best in 2023. Thanks so much, Craig. When we come back, our tour of the East ends in PEI. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market. We wrap up our check on the East Coast market next. Asif, over to you. Thank you, Tina. Our next guest is MJ Webster, owner of Remax Charlottetown. MJ, welcome back to On the Market. Thank you so much. MJ, a lot happened in 2022 that was unprecedented and we didn't really factor in. Tell us a little bit about how PEI fared through 2022. Well, it was an interesting year. Our units sold was certainly down, probably 18, 19%. But then our, our price point came up again, another 16%. So it, it almost has had an inverse effect, you know, a 2% change when you're talking about, you know, really less than 50 units. You know, as the units went down, our prices went up pretty much by that exact amount. And what is the average price right now? 
Uh, right now, the average price on PEI as a whole is 365000 But if you then concentrate just on the greater Charlottetown area, so with that, that's a more urban center. So I'm talking about the town of Cornwall, Charlottetown, and Stratford, and East Royalty, which is really where a lot of the urban center is, if you can call it that. The average price in that area is 440000 Well, coming from the GTA, those are absolutely phenomenal price points for uh, affordability. What do you see happening over the next little while in terms of how is 2023 starting out and where are we going to go? Well, it's been interesting since we looked at the, you know, when I look at the interest rate changes and how they've impacted our our markets. I mean, any trend in real estate typically starts west and comes east. So we're a little bit late to the game with pretty much any trend. Um, the good news of that is we can kind of watch it happening from afar and then brace ourselves and prepare and shift and adjust as we need to. The price point that was really affected for us was that spot between the 500000 and a million range. You know, we saw consistent growth in that marketplace for the last two years right into the third quarter of this year, but then the fourth quarter a significant decline. Year over year was down 39% on PEI as a whole for just for the fourth quarter. So that's where we're seeing the biggest change. Um, again, PEI is really affordable. I mean, if we're talking about the average price point outside of the city being 360, then that's still really affordable when you look at the broad scheme of things. So we're going to see a shift perhaps a little bit, again, away from being in town to being more in the country. And then when we're looking at in town, because that price point of over 500 has been really affected, I think we're going to see a real shift in the trend to more attached housing and higher density communities, which sounds like a no-brainer, but on PEI, that's pretty much a newer phenomenon. When I say new, I mean in the last 20 years. And do you have the issue of lack of inventory there in PEI? And if you do, what advice do you have for buyers and sellers? We are seeing absolutely a lack of inventory. Uh, a lot, I mean, in, in some of the really hot and desirable neighborhoods. So I'm, you know, that's in Charlottetown, that would be considered Brighton. Um, that's more of the historic homes, kind of down by the park and just really sort of a, an kind of an upper scale community. A lot of the properties in that in that community are selling before they even see the market. So the biggest advice I would have would be, I mean, I know I'm probably preaching to the choir here, but work with a realtor <laughs> um, simply because we hear of things that are going to be for sale and oftentimes we're selling it before it actually sees the market just because of the demand in specific communities. Um, but in terms of just not the hotbed communities, I would still probably advise working with someone just because we see the trends in the market before they're in the media. I mean, the media is, the media is presenting data that's, for us, oftentimes two and three months behind because they have to wait for the closing date for the data to be published, whereas we see it two months ahead of that. So we're just a little bit more aware of what's happening in the immediate. 
feet on and the I street. I would yeah. encourage anyone to work with a professional just for that reason alone. True. And, and one of the uh, things that we're seeing or hearing about is people being forced to sell houses. It, it's, it's, that's the perception that's out there that there's going to be power of sales. There's going to be forced sales. But we're not seeing that on the street. Are you guys seeing that in terms yeah. of power of sales or people forced to sell their home because of higher interest rate? Traditionally, PEI uh, residents usually have a lot more equity in their homes than uh, the bigger yeah. cities. Yes, we're, we're not definitely not seeing that yet. Um, not to say it won't happen. I think the bigger piece that we're going to keep our eye on is, I mean, like most markets, we saw a huge influx of people moving here during the pandemic because all of a sudden people could work remotely. And we saw a number of people move here from Ontario, specifically Ottawa and Toronto. So now with the federal government mandating that people have to be in office so many days a week, what is that going to look like for the people that are working remotely here? And will that mean, you know, because the majority of those people have kept their job in Ottawa but are living on PEI. So will the hour of commute they used to have on a daily basis now become an hour and a half in terms of a flight and they find somewhere to stay? Or will people have to, again, adjust where they live or what they're doing in order to accommodate you know, changes in the kind of the bigger economy that are happening. Great points. MJ, if people want to connect with you to find out what's happening in Charlottetown or, or PEI as a whole, how do they do that? The easiest way would be to call. The office is 892-2000, area code 902. Um, in Remax Charlottetown, we're online. Awesome. Happy to talk to anybody. Thank you so much for uh, that information, and we look forward to getting you on again soon. All right. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Asif, safe to assume that next Saturday's show will focus on the West? It sure will, Tina. We're going from B.C. to Manitoba next week. Looking forward to it. As a reminder, if you have any questions for On the Market, hit send anytime to info at 1059theregion.com. But Asif, if our listeners prefer to contact you directly, how can they do that? You know, they can reach me at 416-985-CON. That's 416-985-5426. If you missed any part of our show, go to 1059theregion.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. I'm Tina Cortez. Thank you for listening. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.